Hey, greetings, friends. My name's Andy Steele-Smith. I'm minister to the gangs in Manenberg and across Cape Town, where they call me the gang pastor. Today, after a successful but tiring two weeks on business in Australia, I get to write and record this from my beloved adopted city of Cape Town. Today, I want to speak on living a life that is typified by the courage of our convictions. As a young boy, my favorite movie was Chariots of Fire. Chariots of Fire told fairly accurately the story of the great Scottish Olympian, Eric Liddell. We mostly know the story of Eric, who refused to run on Sundays, and so he gave up his place in the Blue Ribbon 100-meter sprint at the 1924 Paris Olympics. So committed to this principle of honoring God was Eric, that as a gold medal favorite in the 100 meters, he gave up his shot at glory simply because he wanted to honor God. I remember well the scene in the movie when the American 100-meter gold medalist Jackson Schultz handed Liddell a sliver of paper that said, It says in the old book, He that honors me, I will honor. Good luck. Whether entirely accurate or not, the poignancy of that scene has stayed with me for over 40 years. The lasting legacy of the story of perhaps the greatest Scotsman ever was the courage of the convictions that Eric lived with and ultimately died by in an internment camp in China in 1945. His last words reportedly were surrender. You see, friends, Eric Liddell lived a life surrendered to God. In this polarized, partisan and unprincipled world that we live in, the example of Eric Liddell is so countercultural as to be almost inexplicable. Can you imagine if one or more of the Springboks refused to play in the Rugby World Cup final on a Sunday because of the courage of their convictions? I don't think they'd get a hero's welcome, and yet they should. Not because playing on a Sunday is wrong, but rather because having the courage of one's convictions so as to give up enormous earthly glory, but instead for God's glory, should get our attention in an entirely positive way. At the recent Rugby World Cup, perhaps the most poignant moment was when the entire Tongan and South African rugby teams knelt together arm in arm to pray to honour and to thank God together at the end of their pool match. In that moment, there was no winner or loser, only saints jointly worshipping their king. The world would be a better place today if polarised Christians could get off their respective platforms of strong opinion, whether standing resolutely for or against this or that, and instead have the courage of their ultimate conviction and that being to truly live the Great Commission, to show their fellow brothers and sisters, by example, how to find the altar of salvation. It was not random coincidence that Jesus himself said, and the greatest of these is love. Most of the real heroes that we observe in life are usually simple, humble men and women, just like Eric Liddell, people who lived and were prepared to die by the courage of their convictions. Speaking personally, most of the heroes in my life are humble people who truly live lives of glory to God, because they live lives that reek of the courage of their convictions. One of my greatest privileges living and ministering in South Africa is that I get to meet and be influenced by incredible heroes and saints every single day. 1 Samuel 2.30 in the New King James Version says, Therefore the Lord God of Israel says, I said indeed that your house and the house of your father would walk before me forever. But now the Lord says, Far be it from me, for those who honor me I will honor and those who despise me should be lightly esteemed. Friends, the key message in this passage is that we please God when we live lives that are honoring to him. God, in his grace, then inexplicably honors us in return. James 4.10 says, Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. Friends, do we want to live lives of heroic note before man or before God? Do we want to live lives like that of Eric Liddell, that even though he sacrificed his own glory by acting on principle and not competing on Sundays, he is best remembered for putting his love and honor for Jesus first. Friends, let's rethink some things. How we honor God. What honoring God really means. 
What does having the courage of our convictions really mean? Should we be convicted to fight for something that so inflames our spirit? Or should we be convicted to fight for the things that we know would inflame Jesus' spirit? Are we fighting for what we care about? Or are we fighting for what he cares about? Let's ponder on these questions of eternal importance and ponder less on the things that are temporal. And let us realign our lives with the convictions of the Holy Spirit and seek to follow more and more courageously each and every day the greatest hero and the perfecter of our faith, Jesus. Amen. Friends, thanks for listening in. This is Andy Steele-Smith. God bless.